we're analyzing Gladstone Commercial Corporation, stock ticker symbol G-O-O-D, good, to see if its market price is a fair value. We're using the Select6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating an intrinsic value for Gladstone Commercial. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Gladstone Financial for your portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Gladstone Commercial stock performance. Currently, the business trades for $12.41 per share, and over the last year, their stock price is down 44.5%. Over the last five years, the company's stock price is down 28% overall. Over 10 years, their stock price is down 38% overall. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last 18 years, Gladstone Commercial stock price is down 25% overall. They're declining at a rate of about 1.5% annually. Gladstone Commercial is a real estate investment trust or a REIT. The company pays out 90% of their earnings or more as common dividends to shareholders. Currently, Gladstone Commercial has a whopping 11.3% dividend yield, which is a massive dividend yield by the standards of most businesses. Their average dividend throughout this 18-year time frame would be in addition to these compounded annual returns. Gladstone Commercial is down more than $10 from their 52-week high. The company is about a dollar above their 52-week low. About 2% of their shares outstanding are sold short, and the company has a $1.4 billion market cap. To learn more about the business, Gladstone Commercial Corp. is a real estate investment trust which engages in investing and owning net leased industrial, commercial, and retail real property and making long-term industrial and commercial mortgage loans. Its portfolio consists of single-tenant commercial, industrial real properties, and medical properties nationwide. Its principal investment objective is to generate income from rental properties. One key point to note, Gladstone Commercial pays out monthly dividends. That's something interesting about the business. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on equity to be above 12%. This is because a typically listed REIT earns about a 6% return on equity. So by looking for double this benchmark, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Gladstone Commercial's return on equity has gone down over the last five years. They earned just about 2.5% in fiscal 2022 and average out throughout this time frame, they're just earning about 3% return on equity, which again, is half that of a typical read. So this is an X on metric number one. Next for metric number two, slightly different here, we want to see revenue and cash from operations growth over the last five years. Both of these have to be up for this to be a check. If either one of them is down, this metric will be an X. And over the last five years, Gladstone Commercial has grown their revenues by 39% and their cash from operations by 24%. This is moderate growth for both of these. And this is our first check of the day coming in here on metric number two. Next for metric number three, also switching it up, we want to see their shares outstanding decreasing. Opposed to most businesses, REITs tend to be externally funded. This is because of their low amount of retained earnings. With being externally funded, many REITs are going to be increasing their debt positions or going to be issuing shares. This was the case for Gladstone Commercial. Over the last five years, the company has issued 36% additional shares, which is a lot of shareholder dilution over this time frame. Because their shares outstanding have grown by this much, this is an X here on metric number three. 
Metric number four, putting some of these previous metrics together. Here we're looking for cash flow per share growth over the last five years. We learned that the business has grown their cash from operations by 24% over this time frame, but they've diluted shareholders by 36%. So their shareholder dilution is outpacing their growth in their cash flows. Their cash flows per share are down over the last five years. This is an X on metric number four. Recapping where we stand currently through our first four metrics, we only have one check for Gladstone Commercial. Metric number five, we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of cash from operations that the business has produced over their last five years. This is because we don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses. Overly levered businesses are likely at the greatest risks of poor outcomes during economic downturns. Gladstone Commercial has steadily increased their net debt position over the last five years. Currently, the business has $731 million in net debt, and during the last five years, the company has produced $320 million in cash from operations. This is less than half of their net debt position, so this is an X here on metric number five. With real estate investment trusts, the risks that come from having a high level of debt are really going to be dependent on the particular business. Because many REITs deal in tangible real estate assets, these real estate assets have higher levels of leverage than some other types of assets, and it depends on the property mix for a particular REIT. If their debt loads are a potential concern here, you would just want to dig into the company's filings to understand these in more depth. The company will break out how this debt is structured, when it matures, what rates it's at, and if there are any covenants associated with the debt. Again though, this is an axon metric number five. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average cash from operations to their enterprise value yield to be above 5%. If this is the case, this provides a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury and likely gives a reasonable starting point for evaluation of Gladstone Commercial. Currently, Gladstone Commercial has a $1.4 billion total enterprise value, which takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position. So it gives us a perspective of the business that's more similar to as if Gladstone Commercial were a private company. As we learned in our previous metric, the business has produced three $320 million in cash from operations over their previous five fiscal years. In an average year, the business produces about $64 million of cash from operations. When we divide their $64 million of their average cash from operations by their $1.4 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 4.6% average cash from operations to enterprise value yield for Gladstone Commercial. And on a current basis, the company has produced $69 million in cash from operations over their previous fiscal year. So that current cash from operations to enterprise value yield for the business is about 4.9%. Both of these, while they're above the yield of the 10-year treasury, are below that 5% risk premium we'd be looking for. And so this is an X on metric number six. Just because this is the case doesn't mean that you're going to toss this business out in its entirety. This analysis is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and it's not financial advice. You'll want to stick around as we use a discounted cash flow model to come to a more concrete estimate for Gladstone Commercial's intrinsic value before giving our final rating to the business. But first, we need to cover our bonus bonus metric. As our bonus here, we're looking at Gladstone Commercial's dividend profile. Gladstone Commercial, as mentioned, has an 11.3% dividend yield, which is a very high dividend yield for pretty much any business. With any business that pays out dividends, we want to see if their dividends are sustainable. For Gladstone Commercial, we want their dividends to be supported by their cash flows. This has been the case in all five of these years, even as their cash flows per share have come down. As the business has diluted existing shareholders, 
shareholders throughout this time frame. They've increased the amount of dividends that they're paying out, which has kept their dividend per share payouts steady at $1.50 each year. Again, the company has supported these in all five of these years. While the business does look like it's using higher debt loads and their cash flows have come down more recently, it would look like Gladstone Commercial is able to support this dividend yield at least currently. Keep in mind that this is a snapshot of their last five years of performance and it's no guarantee for the future. As promised, everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Gladstone Commercial, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for Gladstone Commercial. A discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs will be dependent on its inputs. It's also based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Gladstone Commercial has had a low level of business predictability in its past, so that could potentially skew this analysis. We're starting with an average of the company's free cash flows over their last three years. Then we're using historical growth assumptions for how the business has grown over the past 20 years. If we assume that the business decreases their free cash flows at a rate of 5% annually for the next 10 years, then those free cash flows decline at a rate of 7% annually for the 10 years out after that. If we add in the company's tangible book value, which gives us an estimate of their tangible net worth, if we were seeking a 15% rate of return, which is the rate of return Warren Buffett is looking for in addition to his margin of safety requirements, then it looks like a potential fair intrinsic value for Gladstone Commercial at today's valuations is just about $11 per share. So that's slightly below the company's current stock price. It seems like a potential margin of safety is just not there in the business right now. However, it is close. You'll want to be mindful that we would not be doubly counting their dividends in this 15% rate of return. The company's 11.3% dividend yield would be included in this return. So their actual stock price would not be appreciating by this much. Also, because of the business's low predictability in its past, this may also be the case for the future. It's worth digging in to do your own research to come up with better assumptions for this model. Please be mindful that this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. Now it's time for our final rating of the business. In analyzing Gladstone Commercial Corporation, stock ticker symbol G-O-O-D, good, we learn the business earns about half the return on equity that a typical REIT does. They've grown their cash from operations and their revenues over the last five years, but they've diluted existing shareholders by quite a bit, so their cash flows are down on a per share basis. The company looks like it's using more debt than what we're necessarily comfortable with. Again, there could be reasons why this may or may not be a potential concern, so you would just want to dig in. On both an average and a current basis of their cash from operations, to their enterprise value yield. That looked like that was above the yield of the 10-year treasury, but below that risk premium we'd be seeking. The company also seemed to be able to support its dividend payouts in all five of the previous years, which was somewhat surprising given the extremely high dividend yield that the business has. Performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Gladstone Commercial, if you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions, from today's valuations of the business, if you were seeking a 15% rate of return, it looks like a potential fair value is just below $11 per share, down about about 70 cents from the company's current 52-week lows. Based on this entire analysis, Gladstone Commercial seems like a moderately attractive business for further research. Depending on your situation, your comfortability with their debt profile, and how attractive the dividend from this business seems, this could be an interesting one to look at. So I'm happy to make an analysis of Gladstone Commercial. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Gladstone Commercial with me, and have a great day.